We are on day four of our first week in Genesis. Um, as we are walking through that, we have talked about the big stuff, right? We've talked about nothing, um, the earth being created from nothingness. And then we've talked about sky and um, water and earth and seas and light and dark. And now we kind of have this formation. We have this earth as we know it ish mm-hmm. so we're ready for the exciting creative stuff now yep. this <laughs> is god has created the environment in mm-hmm. preparation for mm-hmm. genesis 11 through 20 which is now god's going to start bringing life to planet. yes yes so, terry do you want to read for us yep 11 through 19 <clears throat> then god said let the land produce vegetation Seed-bearing plants and trees on the land that bear fruit with seed in it, according to their various kinds, and it was so. The land produced vegetation, plants bearing seed according to their kinds, and trees bearing fruit with seed in it according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night. Let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. And let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. God set them in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth to govern the day and the night, and to separate light from darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the fourth day. I love the consistency of there was evening and there was morning. Because it just reminds us over and over again that this is a rhythm of life. That God has created this and that it's, this is just how it goes. It's, it's part of a cycle. And things are going to be different as it goes along, but it's predictable. Mm-hmm. It's steady. And I like it. Well, this is the next step that God takes to um, <clears throat> get ready, get the earth ready to sustain life mm-hmm. of animals and people and uh, sets these plants and trees and everything um, grown. I, I have read and we looked up a lot of stuff and the question was, has also come up, okay, are they little baby plants? You know, blah, blah. blah. I, I think it's kind of like, um, I think God made them full grown in order to be able to sustain life in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. So people had to eat right away. Getting ready to make Adam, right? Yeah. They didn't give them seeds and they had to plow and then, but they would starve if they, so I believe God made them fully grown in order to sustain the life of the animals and the people in a couple of days from now. Well, he says, and 
trees with seed-bearing fruit. Okay, all sorts of plants, seed-bearing plants, and trees with seed-bearing fruit. Well, in order for something to produce fruit, seeds, it's got to be mature, mm -hmm. right? I mean, baby plants don't produce seeds. They have to reach right. a certain state of maturity. So I think that kind of gets rid of that, what came first, the chicken or the egg thing, I think. Yeah, but can I point one thing out? Okay. I bet you that first chicken was pretty surprised when the egg came. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Don't you know it. And then it's like, and now what do I do with this? And what like, is that? <laughs> sorry. Where'd that come from? <laughs> All right, let's go back to plants. <laughs> to make that chicken crash the road a heck of a lot faster. Oh, it? yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things um, that we talked about when we were not recording yet was about things being made according to their kinds. Hmm. So you're never going to get a fig off of an orange tree. You're never going to get wheat from a corn stalk. God made each thing according to its kind and with seed bearing so that it could continue, that there, it would propagate and would continue on. Um, I, I just love it according to their kinds. So something that we could count on. Okay, if I plant the seed from my wheat, I'm going to get more wheat. We, it's dependable. It's reliable. Trustworthy. There's some more of his trustworthiness. I'm, I'm reminded, though, even Suzanne, um, I can't remember if it was your grandpa and uncle who used to put different trees together. Oh, my father-in-law. So when he did that, just out of curiosity, he didn't create a whole new fruit. It was a tree that could produce according to its kind still. Is that true? Yes. Like it was yes. still produced just an apple. Right. Um, so like this is the peach branch and this is the almond branch and this is the apricot branch. So yeah, each one it's had still, its own. But it still only produced its own fruit. Yes. That's interesting. So you, okay. can, you can crossbreed and make hybrid things yeah yes uh you're still gonna get you know even if you're breeding two different kinds of dogs you're still gonna get a dog may <laughs> look a little bit right. different whatever mm -hmm. yes. you're not gonna get a cat or a bird yeah mm -hmm. and that like going back to like where my father-in-law would do all of this splicing right yeah. and um the interesting thing about that is you can't you cannot do that with different types. They have to be the same. So like it has to be the same kind of, you can't put a strawberry plant and splice that in to an orange tree. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. They have to be compatible because they have to be that same kind. They have to have the same kind of pit or you can have like, um, so a friend gave me something called a cucamelon. And it is, um, it looks like a watermelon that's the size of your thumbnail. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. It's a cucumber. And okay. you can, it's a cucumber, but it looks like a watermelon. But you can do that because cucumbers and watermelons have the same kinds of seeds and they grow on the same kind of plants. Mm -hmm. So making something new, yes. But it's just a variety. It is the same base plant. Still the well, same kind. And, and yes. the cucamelon didn't turn into an apple tree. 
Like you right. didn't get apples off of it. Yeah. It right. still had to stay according to its kind. Mm-hmm. It might be a new kind. It might be a new kind of yep. creation thing, but yeah. it doesn't come out of its kind. Right. Its roots are the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, try a cucamelon. It's really good in like a <laughs> grain salad. Love it. Mm-hmm. So Do you good. eat the outside of it? Yeah. Oh. It's just like it's a, like it's a, a cucumber. cucumber. Yeah, but it's a little bit tart. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, Sounds super good. good. Thanks, I Patty Wernett, for turning me on to the cucamelons. Thank <laughs> you, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but you're right. It is. Um, you know, when he was grafting those things together, they were all um, they were all like kind. Trees. And that does it just right. All trees, mm-hmm. it just goes right back into this and and a specific kind of tree. Mm-hmm. So it is it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. And it's intentional. It just shows again God's orderly hand of intention. Mm-hmm. But then shows the creative side too, because he has trees and he has grass and he like all of these different types of vegetation. Just blows my mind. And that's day three. And then on day four. He sets other things in place to help um, make sure that things have their growing season Mm -hmm. and their resting season um, to mark, you know, the the lights in the sky to mark sacred times and days and years and um, to keep us, help us keep track of time and to help with the seasons that need to change. So the, you know, like the moon mm-hmm. is all about helping our seasons and the ebb and the flow of water. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it just works so perfectly together. <laughs> it's interesting. Up to this point now, we've just had the light of God, right? His light source. Now that he's ordered the earth a little bit and he's created some of these plants, now he's got to put something in the sky to give us those seasons and to regulate those times. I think it's very interesting as timing to me. So here's something that's maybe a bit sacrilegious, but do you think photosynthesis would have happened from the light of God? Or is that just because of the The sun? sun? That's a good question. I don't know if that would be sacrilegious, just a good question. I don't think God put out UV rays and whatever, right? Why couldn't he? He couldn't. (laughs) That's the thing. It's like, why limit God that way? It's like, sure, God could. Yeah. And then out of that, God created the sun Mm -hmm. and the moon. I, I, um, you know how I draw things out all the time (laughs) (laughs) to help understand missing this. You are so good at this uh, photosynthesis thing myself. And I'm like, I never really understood how it worked, but um, it's pretty fascinating. Yeah. (laughs) This is just, it blows my mind. The more I learn about these types Mm -hmm. of things, photosynthesis and the body and all the anyways just, well it, it is just, like sitting in a science class here with terry yes. she has her graphs and mm-hmm. her charts and her I keys do. to <laughs> i love it it, it helps awesome. things straight in my mind if i can visualize it because i'm not a visualizer i have to see it so i just greg's like what is this <laughs> i'm like i have to draw things out so that i can 
get it firmed up in my mind. I think that's awesome. This is day three. Leave me alone, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, so in all of that, and I I was looking for it, I was like, where did God create air? That's gotta be sky. Okay. Yeah. Well, there's air and water too, though, right? Hydrogen and oxygen, H2O. I guess that's true. I was God's like breath. separation of the. Yeah. So I thought about that, but God's breath comes in later. The plants yeah. and animals needed the air. They needed air too. Mm-hmm. And the air, the light can move through the air. So the air is. So I was thinking maybe it was part of what they called the vault when he yeah. separated the waters, or I don't know. I just was mm-hmm. like, he didn't say air. <laughs> well, there has to have been an atmosphere created when he separated yes. the, the waters out of the Earth's atmosphere. Right. right. Out of the vault, then that created an atmosphere for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good question, though, because it doesn't yeah. say it directly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet we know it's here. We do know it. Is that based on faith? Or <laughs> mm. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. So I think it's interesting, Terry, that your, um, your version of the Bible. Can you read chapter or verse 14 again? And God said, let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. Okay. So your translation says that, and mine says, God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark seasons and days and years. That's what mine says too. Yeah. Hmm. You know what? This, what I read from is my printout from Bible Gateway NIV. Mm-hmm. My Bible that I have sitting here that I'm looking at says the same thing yours does, Suzanne. If you remember uh, last year or a couple of years ago, there were some times when my printout was Mm -hmm, different than what my Bible said. So I just want to make a quick point about that because there are a lot of translations that we read. Like there's the New Living Testament and there's the New Testament and there's the um, King James Version. And there are those are kind of, I think, the big ones, maybe the Amplified Bible. And I mean, yeah. Yeah. So those are like the big ones for right now. Um, this is not the original language of the Bible. The no. Bible was not written in English, folks. Nope. So <laughs> nope. just know that when we talk about, um, like Rosemary was saying the other day, that one of the, the word was y- yawn, maybe, um, whatever, yawn. So when when Rosemary or anybody says the word was this, it doesn't mean that it's wrong. And it doesn't mean that we're what we're reading is wrong. It means that people have taken the original text and translated it so that people can understand it um, in their own language. And that's happening even now. This would just Mm -hmm. be Hebrew. (laughs) Right. And then the Old Testament for the most part is Hebrew. And then the New Testament for the most part is Greek. Greek. Yes. That's how it's translated. And it would all be Greek to me because I don't understand any of it. (laughs) You know what? You You can um, either get a concordance. I'm sure you can do it online and everything. And it will have the translations in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll have the original Hebrew and then what it meant and the spelling and all that kind of stuff. And, um, that can help in studying 
what every single word means. Yes. And if there's something that you're hung up on, then sometimes that's a good way to do it is to really go back and see like, what is the, this original meaning? Um, because sometimes like, I mean, Terry said the import or the sacred days, is that what yours was? The um, sacred times, sacred times, sacred times. And like mine was seasons. And this is how I've always read it. So I've always just assumed it was like spring, summer, fall, winter. Yes. But then, you know, I didn't even think about like the season of life which maybe would be indicated by like the sacred times. So Mm -hmm. anyway. Well, and for the most part, the Hebrews marked, see there were different festivals and celebrations and sacred times connected to those seasons. Mm -hmm. So um, I think God used that as well. Yeah. And that goes back to the context, right? Like um, you were talking about context earlier. So We have to just remember all of that, especially when we're talking about this creation and all of these new things that are coming about. Like it's important to go back to the original meaning of it too. Mm -hmm. That's true. So anyway, that was kind of a little side road there. But but just another piece on that is the stars were used for navigation. It wasn't just the Hebrews, right? It wasn't just, I'll say, um, yeah, it wasn't just the Hebrews. There were a lot of civilizations that were navigating by the stars or marking their so- ceremonies by the stars yeah. yep. and the moon and different things. Which, again, shows God's intentionality because up to this point, nobody's been on an ocean because mm-hmm. there's nobody. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So he sets all this in place in preparation. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So, but that... I mean, those scriptures right there kind of blow that Big Bang Theory right out of the ballpark Um, because it says God, he made it all at the same time. He made, on that fourth Mm. day, he made the sun and the moon and all the stars in the sky. Um, Mm -hmm. And those stars have guided men on the ocean for thousands of years. So they were dependable and reliable and trustworthy. Mm-hmm. Even and when so I'm GPS in the same spot. Yeah. Always in the same place. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. is amazing. Really, if, yeah. if you start doubting God, start, start to me, it's like looking at science, but just look at nature. Look at the world around you. Look at details down. Look at microscopic things and see how those work. And then look at the huge expanse of the galaxies. I'm just, I don't know. I'm blown away by them. And the galaxy that we are in mm-hmm. is only one of billions of yes. galaxies. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the, and the more man can, um, you know, get a good look. And with the, uh, what are those things? Telescopes? Satellites. Satellite Unidentified flies. flying objects, UFOs. <laughs> well, they're not called that anymore. <laughs> oh, that's but right. I forget what they are called, but they changed the name of them. Anyways. Oh um, aerial phenomenon. Aerial phenomenon. Exactly. <laughs> Unidentified aerial ph- UAP, yeah. which isn't yeah. true because those go into the water now. So I don't even know. Right. <laughs> I think they're still called UFOs. I think a U or an UAP mm-hmm. is, um, I think that one, I think that's different. Oh, I think that's like an event instead of just like a thing, like a thing. thing. Oh, anyway, that's how sciencey we are. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you know when we're sending out like a um, 
I don't know the names. I'm just drawing a blank. Like the mo- mo- modulars, the moons, the thing that's oh. circular. Circu- Fairy's yeah, like got her hand in the air and it's like she's doing a lasso. She keeps Circling. doing this. It's like Circling. a game show here right now. <laughs> Feel free to fill in my blanks. It's because charades. I'm you know, having a 50s moment, right? They're right. circling 60s. Satellites? <laughs> that are satelliting, that are going around the different planets and stuff and looking and taking mm-hmm. pictures of the Hubble yeah. telescope. Yeah. Right. All these things that yeah. we're getting a much better picture of what is going on in the heavens mm-hmm. and how amazing it really is. Yeah. And, and to find out, yeah, we're just one galaxy in billions of galaxies. Go down those All rabbit right. trails, people. All yeah. space at the right time. and mm-hmm. Yeah, the and thing, just go down there and try not to see God. Right. You know? yeah. The yeah. thing that I wrote over and over and over again all week is that this is a planned with intention and is not a slow evolution of happenstance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Agree. Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, we have spent our time talking about lots of sciencey technically things right yes. <laughs> kind of, yeah. um yeah so do you guys want me to pray today i think i'm not pray. yeah. prayed this week yeah so awesome okay jesus thank you um for being there from the very beginning and um God, thank you just for the way that you have created us and this earth and the gift that you have given us with this earth, God. Um, I love that we're able to see your intentional and um, provisional hand all the way through the fact that you created it in um, a very specific way, in a very specific time, um, so that we would be able to be your thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years later, God, that you were thinking of us even then when you were hovering and thinking and creating and breathing life into things, God, that you were thinking of us. Um, and I thank you that you have had a plan for us for the entire time um, through your son, Jesus, God. And I just, um, I'm overwhelmed by it all. And I just pray that you would um, open the eyes and the ears and the hearts, Lord, of the people who maybe are struggling with this. Um, help them be brave enough and bold enough to ask the questions that they want to know. Um, because there are a lot of questions, God. Um, and some of them we'll never know the answer to. But um, one of the greatest ways that we can learn more is to lean into things, God, that we would not shy away from the things that we're uncertain of or um, that maybe we believe differently, God, that we would be open to dialogue and conversation and um, just your word, God, that you would just give us that boldness to ask what we don't know, um, give us the grace to have the conversations with people maybe that we're uncertain about, God, um, as this creation rolls out. Um, And even for those who don't believe in creation, who believe in evolution and who believe in the um, big bang and they, it just creation doesn't make any sense to them. God. Um, I pray that the conversations that would come out of those, those, um, concepts, Lord would just be full of grace and the responses would um, just point to you, Lord, in a very graceful and loving manner. Um, I just thank you for these women that I'm able to study this with and that we're able to talk through God. Um, and, um, just what a precious gift they are. And I thank you for all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.
<laughs> and cut. <laughs> 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 <laughs>